BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Welcome into the early line on the Sports Grid Network Series XM Channel 159. It's Wednesday morning, the date, November the 30th. We are almost on the cusp of December. Donnie Wright's out here with Joe Ranieri. In the next two hours, we got you covered on everything you need to know in the sports betting and sports fields here. Joe Ranieri, Wednesday morning, we do it again. All right, Pat Canfield, I was just here, and you couldn't hear a word I was saying, Donnie. It's a pleasure to be back. (laughs) There you go. And by the way, was it a better yep. show? Because I couldn't hear what you were saying on Monday. Is that what you're saying? I'm just yeah. might have been. Uh, hey, we already got a win this morning. I can hear Joe in the seven and seven. So let's get to some of the hottest topics out there in the day. And yesterday, of course, the U.S. men's national team one to nothing win over Iran yesterday. My goodness, Polishik had a fantastic goal in the first day, which I actually saw him get subbed out at the break due to a pelvic contusion, which he says he's going to be fine for this weekend's knockout stage game. But also yesterday, if you wanted to sit on the edge of your seat, Joe Ranieri, and watch a game finish, my goodness, it was white-knuckle time as the U.S. had to thwart multiple efforts by Iran late in that game. But they did hold on, and they do advance. I I thought they were in trouble when they added, you know, uh, 97 minutes there at the end uh, because I I really didn't think the game was going to end. But uh, big win, uh, great next step for the U.S. uh, men's team. Now let's see uh, if they can cause all sorts of problems here uh, as an underdog uh, moving forward here against the Netherlands. Should be a fun one. Yeah, it was a massive win yesterday. And sometimes you can you sort of equate like U.S. soccer, right? What do you want to do? Well, obviously make the World Cup is a big deal. But it feels like advancing to the knockout stage was already a win. You're playing with house money. They are a marked underdog here coming up on Saturday morning. But we'll get to that a little bit later in the show. But a big win by the U.S. soccer team. Something to cheer on here on Saturday morning. And also yesterday, a big television show took place at 7 p.m. Eastern. What was that? The new college football playoff rankings are out. One through four, Georgia, Michigan, TCU, and SC. When I know, Joe Ranieri, this weekend, those things aren't going to stay the same with those rankings, are they? You know me, Donnie. Right around this time of year, I am such a huge fan of chaos, and uh, I am looking so forward to having this committee. I want to be a fly on the wall next week when when both – USC and TCU lose. I cannot wait to hear uh, what the uh, shuffling is going to be and the arguments in that room. Should be a good time. 
Yeah, the best part about it, too, is not so long ago, we didn't actually have college football divisional or conference championship games, which are yep. a moneymaker. But if you ask any one of these coaches, one through four right now, if they would do away with that championship game this weekend, would they be okay with it? Absolutely, because those four teams would already be moving on, but they got to play an extra game here. How about this? NFL action. Odell Beckham Jr. I, I don't know if I'm getting tired of this story. Oh, I love the Giants. I love the Dallas Cowboys. And now apparently Odell Beckham Jr. is going to make a visit Friday to the Buffalo Bills. How many more visits are we getting here, Joe Ranieri, as if we're heading to college on a scholarship? Well, if, whatever the visits are, I hope they're via train because apparently he ain't doing the whole airplane thing very well. So uh, somebody buy him like an Amtrak ticket and just let him go that way. Uh, but it's, uh, hey, it, it's getting to the point, Donnie, where at some you're going to have to narrow it down here, and uh, the announcement is coming. So I, I feel like he's a recruit in college right now. Like, I got a few more colleges to go to, and then I'll let you know where I'm going. Like, dude, settle down. That ship is, uh, that ship is sailed. You're not that important right now. Exactly. It feels like Jerry Rice on the move here in his prime at this point. That's probably not what we're getting here. As we welcome in the radio audience, Sirius <laughs> XM Channel 159, right here on the Sports Grid Network. You're listening and watching the early line. Joe Ranieri and Donnie Wrightside going over the seven in seven, the hottest topics out here in sports. And my goodness, the hottest topic. Sometimes we take things for granted. And sometimes I talk about the NBA, you know, Giannis Antetokounmpo, how good he is. And if he doesn't score 30 points and 15 rebounds a night, what happened to him? The same feeling for Luka Doncic. Triple-double last night. 41-12-12 in a victory over the Golden State Warriors. Every night he does this. And as Jason Kidd said, hey, man, this is really hard to do. And he makes it look easy. Yeah, no, he really does. And uh, it was a, a, a great night for him and Dallas to get back uh, to, some, uh, to some wins here. It's been a rough stretch for them. Uh, and the Golden State Warriors, uh, Warriors, go figure, Donnie, was exactly what they needed uh, in order to right the ship here a little bit. Can't do it without Doncic, though. The minute he leaves that court, yikes. Sorry, Dallas. Yeah, it looks like also the Golden State Warriors better get that number one overall seed for home court advantage because apparently being on the mm. road, not helping the world champion Warriors at this point. But last <laughs> night, the NBA in a nutshell centerpiece game only three games on the night clippers trailblazers Ooh, look at the star power we got joe and yeah there was no star power except for Powell no. dropping 32 points and the clippers coming away with a 118 112 victory over the portland trailblazers with no superstars in the game no zero and and simons is dropping bombs all over the place for portland i mean we're talking about a 15 16 point lead at one time in that game for portland in the second half and then they stopped playing in the fourth quarter. Unbelievable game. Yeah. Terrible stuff. They're also terrible. Carl Anthony Towns had four to six weeks with a calf strain, which mm. might be good news because they might have thought it was an Achilles tear, which was setting back not only for this year, but also damaging hopes for the following NBA season. Yep. Quick take on this. Trent Dilfer is set to take over the UAB football team. Oh, no. Where has he coached before, Joe Ranieri? You can't do that. Down the road at a high school, I think. <laughs> so he'll be fine. <laughs> Exactly. UAB. High school, college, fine. pros. It's all football. It's all the same things here for us. Exactly. Now, we're going to keep it with football in the next segment and have a lot of fun because I want Joe Ranieri's take here on the updated college football playoff standings coming right up next on the early line. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. 
BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. If you travel, you know when it comes to love. See you soon. Can't wait. The sky is no limit. You know with your Delta Amex card, being oceans apart means meeting in Aruba. And booking a war travel with your card means saving 15% on Delta flights. You know kissing under the bridge of size guarantees eternal love. Because you're the long-distance lovebirds. It's why you're a Delta SkyMiles Platinum American Express card member. If you travel, you know. Takeoff 15 discount not applicable to partner-operated flights or taxes and fees. Terms apply. Visit go.amex slash you know. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Welcome back into the early line Wednesday morning on the Sports Grid Network Series XM Channel 159. It's Joe Ranieri and Donnie Wright side flipping over, talking some college football. Why? This is a big championship weekend on the horizon, but as always, every Tuesday night for the past few weeks, we've got updated college football rankings, and they are out once again. No real surprises in the rankings, Joe Ranieri. Let's start with the top four. Georgia 1, Michigan 2. TCU 3, USC 4. I think it's pretty much paint by numbers there. Let's just start with the top four. Any intricacies there? Any things you disagree with? Or committee got it right this week here on that? Well, yeah, I think the committee got it uh, right. These are your uh, your top four teams, should be your top four teams. And all four of these teams, uh, interesting enough, all control their own destiny here, Donnie. So if uh, if they all win this weekend, guess what? Uh, that's going to be, and I don't think it'll move. I, I think all that your top four there will be your uh, top four. However, nobody wants that. That's ridiculous. We're looking for chaos here, Donnie. We want chaos, and we want losses. We want bad losses, and we want somehow that committee uh, next week to have to argue between Ohio State and Alabama because that would probably be the funniest thing uh, in the world. Do you get a two-loss Bama team that shows up if USC and uh, TCU lose uh, against a Ohio State team that got blown out at home as a uh, over a touchdown favorite against an arch rival. Uh, you know, you're talking about two losses by how many points? Ninety four. Four. You don't think the, there's some of that committee members that's going to be like, oh, you got to put Alabama in. Yeah, just got to get in over Ohio State. Oh, I love chaos in that room. It's going to be so much fun here this weekend. Yeah, late field goals there for Alabama, two-point conversions doing them in. But it's also that old SEC bias where you say to yourself, to me, Joe, I always would think, you know, when you have the tie in there between the SEC and another conference, the SEC automatically gets the nod. But it would be pretty interesting if the SEC gets the nod even with an extra loss. And, well, hey, if you played in the SEC, you would have had an extra loss as well. These are the rules we play under, fair or not fair, whoever's favored on that field. It doesn't matter with the odds makers. The rules that we play under are, hey, one loss, two losses. The one loss team is usually going to go ahead 
head there. Now, as we step outside of the top four, this is where it gets interesting here because as we're just talking about, when you look at the conference championship games with the SEC introduced mm. into the 1990s, not necessarily so they can have a true champion, but to get an extra game on a neutral site that you could sell to television networks that would be worth hundreds of millions of dollars. But now it comes back to bite you sometimes because when you've already walked through the SEC, you got to play another really good SEC team down the line. Same thing with the Big Ten, same thing with the Big 12. The reason I'm bringing this up here is Ohio State sits in the fifth spot. Now, as you said, Joe, one, two, three, four. If they all win, there's nothing Ohio State can do. They're not going to make the mm -hmm. college football playoff. But they almost sit in an enviable position by going, hey, We'll wait on somebody to lose. We don't play this weekend here. We're number five. Yep. So if three or four, any one of those teams loses, they're going to be behind us. We didn't even have to play when the other team had to pay a quality, play a quality opponent. How do you see Ohio State sitting here, Joe, in that fifth seed here? Um, they are going to be watching anxiously uh, this weekend here, Donnie. Uh, but again, they're going to need some sort of chaos to happen, right? They're going to need... USC to uh, to lose for the second time this year to Utah, uh, which is very possible. You're, they're going to need TCU to stumble uh, against K-State and hope that K-State gets uh, some revenge here. Uh, and, you know, listen, we, we got to be realistic here, too, with the uh, with the other top teams there. Is LSU going to beat Georgia? Probably not. Is it going to be interesting? Uh, could be. Uh, and Michigan, I think everyone's expecting Michigan just to route uh, Purdue come this weekend. So assuming one and two stay the same, uh, the jockeying for position in three and four is where it's going to get. And we're going to know Friday, by the way, because USC is playing the Pac-12 championship yeah. on Friday. So come Saturday, uh, we'll already have a pretty good idea if there's a uh, extra spot open up top there. Yeah, those odds certainly going to be jumping around also. Taking a look at some of these teams in the top 10. Now, obviously, most of these teams have already eliminated themselves. But you, you hate to think, like, Tennessee was rolling. All they had to do was close out their season. And I don't know, not get oh. Endon Hooker a torn ACL. They would be certainly in the mix and probably still being voted in here right around where USC is in that number four position. Penn State with two losses. Now, their two losses came to the only basically two good teams that they played in Michigan and Ohio State. But the teams I look at, like Utah, couple close losses here. They enter into the Pac-12 championship with one loss. They're in the mix here. The same thing with Clemson. Now, Clemson, for me, doesn't deserve to be there. But when you looked at their mm. schedule and you say to yourself, how the heck, Joe Anir, did they take two losses here? It's a shame that these, and also LSU, which sits in that 14 spot right now, all you had to do last week was pick up a win over a bad A&M team. You beat Georgia, and all of a sudden, you're in the mix. So a lot of these teams laid it out, which leads me to my next point. Now, later in the show, as I said, we're going to break down some of these games and how these upsets can actually happen. But there is a pathway. It is college football where Georgia, Michigan, TCU, and SC can all get beat. And boy, oh boy, Joe, I would be here for that. Ah, that's, that's chaos to my ears. And I absolutely Ooh. love that because then, then throw it all out the window at that point. They got to start basically from scratch i do think the only uh, i would say that even with losses there's probably a good chance one and two are still somewhere in the top four it's gonna get dicey with number three and four and tcu in utah and let's face it you'd have to ask even ask donnie why is tennessee ahead of alabama uh, i mean behind alabama didn't they beat alabama Bama, I'm curious there. I don't understand. And by the way, anybody who lost to South Carolina, 
it doesn't look that bad, right? Tennessee, everyone, everyone yeah. stuck a fork in them going, oh, you lost to South Carolina there. Ter- well, all right, South Carolina turned around from that game <laughs> and, and beat up uh, Clemson. So, yeah. you know, all of a sudden, the South Carolina loss isn't something that we can uh, we can scoff at. So there is a absolute blow it all up and have to start from scratch scenario here, and I'd love nothing more to see it. You know what I do like, too, because usually we have these television shows for the college football playoff on Tuesdays, but the thing I always enjoy is once everything Mm. wraps up Saturday, they get that TV show on early Sunday morning and let us know right away where these teams sit. You can sort of, you know, jockey for position and have those arguments here. But if we're taking a look at the college football playoff, you know, it would be awesome if those top four teams lost because that committee would have to work overtime on Saturday night to try to get some of these seedings out. But if we're looking at the FanDuel Sportsbook this morning, there are some interesting odds here pertaining to the college football championship here. Georgia, absolutely. Minus 160 is the favorite to win the college football playoff, of course. Michigan, plus 300. Sure, they sit there. Those two teams favored by more than two touchdowns in each one of their respective games. But then we get mm-hmm. some interesting points because the same way we're looking at chaos, TCU and USC, Joe, there's Ohio State alone. 10 to 1 yep. as the third option here at the FanDuel Sportsbook, and they don't even play this week. Nope, they don't. They get just to sit there stewing at uh, at the idea. They're going to be, they are going to be hoping, wishing, praying that uh, they're going to be able to get in there. And uh, oh, I don't know if it everything falls correctly, a rematch with Michigan right off the bat there if they land uh, somewhere in that uh, in that number four spot. So um, they've done enough, and we know the committee would argue to get an Ohio State and Alabama in there over anybody else, even though they're not playing this weekend, because I'm not sure there's two fan bases that travel better and are worth more money uh, to college football than Ohio State and Alabama. The only thing worse, if, if Notre Dame was actually in there, then that would really cause some uncomfort <laughs> yeah. in the room there, Donnie. <laughs> yeah, I'm surprised Notre Dame, Joe, sitting right into their contract like they typically have. Hey, as long as we have four losses or less, we automatically get one of the spots in the college exactly. football playoff because of rankings is exactly. what it gets. By the way, Alabama yep. currently sits at 80-1 to 1 to win the national championship. If you're just putting that in layman terms, a $25 bet pays $2,000 on top of that. So if you're hoping for chaos here, you might get it this weekend. And also keep in mind, no, the Alabama's not winning the national championship. It's not about that. It's turning that 80-to-1 ticket into a profit just because they make the actual national championship playoff here. A lot more yep. to get to in college football. We're previewing hour number two, but let's get to the hardwood. It was popping last night in college basketball. Stay tuned. Mm-hmm. This is the early line on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. If you travel, you know when it comes to love. See you soon. Can't wait. The sky is no limit. 
You know with your Delta Amex card, being oceans apart means meeting in Aruba. And booking a war travel with your card means saving 15% on Delta flights. You know kissing under the bridge of size guarantees eternal love. Because you're the long-distance lovebirds. It's why you're a Delta SkyMiles Platinum American Express card member. If you travel, you know. Takeoff 15 discount not applicable to partner-operated flights or taxes and fees. Terms apply. Visit go.amex slash you know. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Our number one right here on the grid. This is the early line. Joe Ranieri and Donnie Wright side. And we were just talking some college football playoff. But how about this? Let's flip it over to the hardwood and talk some college basketball. The one thing I do enjoy here, which sometimes is different, Joe, from when you're taking a look at college football, every loss means something in college football. You get a loss here, you might not make the playoff. You get two losses, you're probably out of it entirely. Not the case in college basketball, which is great, which is why we have big game after big game in what I like to call the silly season before we actually start conference play together. The ACC versus Big Ten Challenge, good stuff here right off the bat. And if we take a look, how about this one game last night? Virginia, 70-68 to over Michigan. Now, when we look at this game, Joe, 45 points from Michigan in the first half. Whoa! What happened to that pack line defense for Virginia? Wait. Wait, wait, yeah, second half, 23 points out of Michigan in a win for Virginia, who wherever they go, 6-0 and right now, that defense follows. Yeah, you know, listen, with the, uh, we know now, and I think Virginia is without a doubt a top-five team in the country right now. They've passed every test uh, so far here. We're one month into the season, Donnie, and Virginia has showed us that they are back. This was not a good team last year. They were very young, but... Tony Bennett is way too good of a coach, and Virginia's style of defense, especially early on in the seasons, is just absolutely uh, painful for the teams that they have to play. Now, the way to beat Virginia is you hit threes, all right? They are one of the best and most efficient three-point shooting squads. However, you can't sit there and try and settle for two points and try to win in the paint against that defense. It's not going to happen. So when they dropped 45 on them yesterday, you were going... Wow, this is, you know, this is the formula. This is how you beat Virginia. But the problem is you have to keep hitting them because if you don't, what happened in the second half, Donnie, eventually is what gives way here. They swarmed uh, all of the Michigan, def- um, you know, guys in the uh, in the second half, and nobody, and I mean absolutely nobody, was able to get off. I mean, it was Dickinson. Most all of his damage was done in the first half. So was Howard. Uh, it was a classic and vintage Virginia Cavaliers suffocating defense, which allowed them to come back, make up that 11-point difference at half, and get the win. Virginia is back, baby. Um, Do not sleep on them. Top five team for sure in this country. Yeah, Tony Bennett, I mean, you might not agree with the style, and sometimes I think the uh, country unites. Hey, knock Virginia out sooner than later, so we don't have to deal with walking it up the court in 50-48 to type games, 70-68 to yesterday. And again, Virginia, number three in the country here, sitting at 6-0. and If we keep moving down to Illinois, pounded Syracuse last night. First true road test here for Syracuse, and certainly they didn't pass. 30-23 to at the break, a little bit lower scoring, but... Illinois second half, Joe Ranieri, 43 points in a 73-44 victory to drop Syracuse to 3-4. and four. 
Yeah, I love uh, Illinois. I think they are a uh, one of the, if not the best, in the uh, in the Big Ten here. Terrence Shannon came over from Texas Tech. Uh, Coach uh, Brad Underwood there. He's got some guys that can shoot. He's got some. Uh, he's got some physical guys underneath the uh, basket. And let us not forget, uh, they can they can shoot the rock here a little bit. Uh, the Syracuse Orange men, I want to thank them uh, for showing up here uh, this year. It's been great. We have some nice parting gifts, but sorry, Bayheim. Uh, now, granted, Syracuse starts slow. It feels like almost every year, and then eventually they play spoiler, and they get better as the season progresses. But this is not... A very good Syracuse Orangeman, and mostly because they just don't have the the length and the physicality to play that two three zone of Bayheims. They just can't execute it, and teams are doing what you just watched Illinois do to them. There, seventy three to forty four. Good shooting teams are going to destroy Syracuse this year. Yeah, it's funny when you bring that up too, because you know what's coming here. Syracuse really struggles. Then they get in the ACC tournament, and people start saying like, "Oh, you don't want to play yeah. that matchup zone on a night where you don't have enough to prepare because you play them 24 hours later." And then you do the same thing when they make the NCAA tournament and they wind up in the Sweet 16. And Bayham tells you, "I so told true. you so." We'll see if it happens again this year, but it seems like you're right, Joe. That same you know blueprint year to year. Now the reason I'm bringing up this next game is not because we thought it would be a good game because we probably didn't. But I'm just astonished at a blue-chip basketball program. And what game are we talking about? Maryland, 79-54 for Louisville. An absolute blow-up. But that's not even the reason why I brought it up. Louisville is now 0-7 on the season, 0-4 at home. And yesterday with Kevin, you know, on a few shows, trying to go over how to equate this. I don't even know where to put this because Louisville looks like one of those teams that you expect to contend for championships and has won them in the past and recently is this one of those teams that could win five? I, I can't even get the words out of my like five and thirty. Is that where they're headed this year? Yeah, it's um, they are just scratching their heads right now uh, in Kentucky because they have no idea. Louisville is not a team that has a down year, so to speak. Right? I mean, they are spoiled, exactly. and the idea that they could, uh, you know, at this point in the season, be zero and seven. Uh, and getting run out of the gym by every team that they... It was a disaster in the Maui Invitational. You say five wins? I don't see how they have three wins. They have Miami coming up this weekend. You, they ain't beating Miami. Um, they, they they have no uh, real athleticism. They don't have any shooters. They got no way of penetrating into the... This, and they turn the ball over every time. What, 13 turnovers again uh, in that game for them last night. And the Terps... I, I think Maryland basketball, I am impressed. But I think Louisville and Syracuse and Florida State, the ACC, the bottom half of it is hot trash here, Donnie, this year. Kind of hard to believe. Three established yeah, programs exactly. in the ACC are garbage. And it's also interesting, too, because as you put out like that blue chip program, like these aren't little 33, you know, what, 3,500, 4,000 seat gyms. They're NBA arenas like Louisville plays in the Yum Center, a legitimate big time arena. And I can't imagine those guys paying those tickets. And they're probably sold out for the season anyway. Like, hey, man, I'm not heading down to the game. Hey, are we going to get our first win of the season in game 10? Unbelievable stuff for Louisville. We'll watch as it plays out. But also over the weekend, obviously. Every week we get the new AP polls that are coming in. And typically, what is it? Duke number one, UNC number one, Kentucky number one, Kansas number one. How about this? 45 votes in the AP for the Houston Cougars. First time since 1983. And this isn't a fluke, Joe. This is a really good basketball team. 
Six and zero. Oh, um, they just absolutely trounced Norfolk uh, last night. So uh, and it's about time. It's getting a recognition because quietly, and I don't know if people have noticed, but um, they have built a powerhouse there in Houston over these last couple of years. These are elite eight, uh, absolutely, um, you know, final four caliber national championship caliber teams uh, that they have put together in Houston. Coach Sampson is a absolute. They love him. He has built that powerhouse there, and you know what? Here we go again. Uh, another run here. We're going to be talking about Houston a lot this year, and we're talking, and, you know, listen, it's a million miles away, but a number one seed come March uh, is in their future. This is a team you have to worry about here this year. No, certainly is. Let's take a look at some of the action mm. on the hardwood court tonight in NCAA action. Ohio State going to take on Duke in the continuation of the ACC Big Ten Challenge. This game is going to be a Cameron Indoor close line on this one, but I'm zeroed in on a total in this one, Joe and Erie. And mm. if we take a look there at the odds board, 136.5, and, and also Duke a favorite by minus 5.5 currently here at the FanDuel Sportsbook. If we're looking at defenses overall, you know, like to take a look at a couple metrics here. Both of these teams defend the three-point line well. If we look at Duke on defense, only giving up 27.5% from three-point range. Flip it over to Ohio State, 26% from three-point range. And also inside the arc, look at Ohio State's defense, top 50, only giving up 44%. Both of these teams a little bit slower tempo to start the season out. Sometimes you're trying to measure these teams against each other. I'll lead on the under 136 and a half, Joe. Any thoughts tonight, Ohio State Duke, from your perspective? Not a bad. I, I you know, I, I can't argue with that, uh, too, because I do think uh, defense uh, will reign here. But we've also got a big size discrepancy in this matchup here. I think this yeah. is a good opportunity for Duke to get uh, to bounce back here to get back on. Uh, the size advantage, especially up front, um, young, lively, uh, Filipowski, these guys are absolute monsters for Duke here. And Ohio State just doesn't have that kind of size and length this year. And I love Chris Holtman. Um, I think he's one of the best coaches in all of college basketball. He will figure this out with this, uh, with this Ohio State team. They do have some experience, uh, but I think ultimately I'm kind of with you here. This is going to be a... Uh, points are going to be hard to come by in this game. Ultimately, I think Duke's size advantage is ultimately what's going to win this game for him tonight. Yeah, pretty good stuff here. I would like to see this type of tournament or this type of action early in the season translate to college football. Mm. Give me the best of the best. Matchup like first like talent. I'm with wide, you, man. North Carolina and Indiana, Joe, from Bloomington. Mm -hmm. If we take a look at this game overall, defense again. Indiana, look, they haven't played that many teams. They played uh, Xavier mm -hmm. one by two points here. But their defense comes in top 15 in the country. All the metrics check out. Three-point shooting, two-point shooting inside the arc. It does make some sense. And also, if we were worried a little bit about UNC here getting the four and a half points, looks like Baycott is going to be good to go today as he practiced mm -hmm. this week and looked like he'll be back involved. Any thoughts from your perspective? I would lean on the points here just because I don't think Indiana's played a lot. Then again, Carolina, who has played teams, but do have a couple losses already on the early season. A couple look like this. Anybody have, uh, like, what, two, a, a losing streak? North Carolina and a losing <laughs> streak? But I will say this, on, Donnie, Hubert. didn't we get this? Didn't we get this last year from Hubert Davis where we were all going, oh, this isn't working. Like, no, oh, no, this is, listen, we got to get, maybe he's not cut out for North Carolina. And then what happened, guys? Okay, so everyone relax. They'll figure it out here. This would be a very good opportunity to bounce back here and take down an Indiana team in which they are much more talented of. Uh, Johnny Davis, though, keep an eye on him here tonight. Always a problem for Indiana. 
Exactly. Two other games here of note, Rutgers-Miami, Michigan State, and Notre Dame. But we're going to flip it over and talk some NBA action tonight. Joel Embiid's in action. The Heat Celtics. Come on back. Let's talk about it. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. At Amica Insurance, we know it's more than just a house. It's your home, the place that's filled with memories. The early days of figuring it out to the later years of still figuring it out. For the place you've put down roots, trust Amica Home Insurance. Amica, empathy is our best policy. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. says you can't have this much fun early in the morning. Joe Ranieri loves it. He's fighting to stay in this time slot for these two hours, Monday through Friday. Mm. Heck, maybe even a Saturday and Sunday. Well, welcome into the show. As always, we are powering through our number one right here on the early line. It's time to talk some NBA action. Let's get started tonight. 76ers, Cavaliers. If we take a look at this one, the Sixers 12-9 and on the season. The Cavaliers 13-8. and But how about this? The Cavaliers on their home court, Joe, Eight and one overall. Joel Embiid back to the rescue for the Sixers. Why? Because the big three look like they would be down for some time. That's James Harden. That's Tyrese Maxey. And Joel Embiid picked up a win over the Hawks just a few nights ago. And Embiid's season, just like leading off last year, fighting for the MVP. 32 points a game, 10 boards, and 5 assists here. But also, no slouch here on the Cleveland side. Let's set the table for this one. The Philadelphia 76ers coming this game at the FanDuel Sportsbook, getting 3.5 points to the total, listed at 2-12.5. Estimated starting lineups tonight, always important. And yes, it looks like Joel Embiid is due to play tonight, as well as the Cleveland Cavaliers, Garland, Mitchell, Stevens, Wade, and Mobley. How do we look at this game tonight? Cleveland defending their home court. They've been really good this season there. They've been good, but, um, you know, you mentioned it there. Uh, Embiid comes back against Atlanta, Mm -hmm. right? They end up winning that game, but now there's three in a row. There's four of their last five. Uh, Embiid's only played in that last game, so they really held down the fort. Uh, While Embiid was out, they still have no Tyrese Maxey, um, so still no James Harden, but they are certainly holding their own here. I think the loss of Jared Allen, not having him in this game tonight, I uh, don't know that I trust Mobley alone uh, to be able to uh, to be locked down there and uh, be the best rim protector. He can handle it, but there's no Allen. There's no Kevin Love. Uh, and we just saw 
Donovan Mitchell come back down to earth, didn't we? Didn't have a great shooting night there in his uh, last game. I think he three of 11. He only had eight points. Uh, expect more from him tonight, but I got to tell you, if it ain't broke, don't fix it here. I think the Sixers finally starting to uh, put some things together when you no Maxi, no Harden, and no Embiid, and you still manage to win five of six. I'm impressed with what I've seen from Philadelphia thus far. Yeah, it's pretty good because the heat is off, Doc, and it would have been one of those spots here, Joe, which we know Philadelphia gets a little bit vocal here, not happy with Doc yep. even in the offseason should he be the coach. We don't wouldn't yep. care, as I say, me being a Sixers fan, if they went on a little, what did you want him to do? I don't care. He's supposed to win games. He was actually winning games with a light lineup, which is a pretty good indicator exactly. here. Joel Embiid, by the way, at the FanDuel Sportsbook tonight, Joe, 30 and a half is his points prop. So Ooh. another big night expected for the big man. Let's hit another game here in the Eastern Conference, the Miami Heat and the Boston Celtics. The Heat, 10 and 11 on the season, 2 and 7 on the road. Certainly not a lot, what a lot of handicappers or betters just looking into the season say, hey, Heat are probably going to be pretty good. Long NBA season, we get it. Sometimes the season, season, excuse me, seeding doesn't matter on the season as you wait for the playoffs, but that doesn't matter to the Celtics here. 17 and 4 on the season, including 10 and 1 at home. Jason Tatum, 31 a game, 8 assists, night in, night out, setting the table for this one. Vandal actually opened up this line, Joe, at 7.5, and, and now we're sitting at 9, a total of 224.5 in this one. Are we going to get a runaway victory for the Celtics then? Or the Miami Heat show up with some pride? Uh, well, no, well, the, the Heat are going to show up. I, I don't know which Heat is going to show up, but there's going, the Heat are going to show up here tonight. Um, you know, listen, I... What is it? This is now an opportunity for 10 in a row uh, at home for the Celtics. Uh, that last game against Charlotte was just laughable. Uh, you know, 140, 105, although Charlotte was missing four or five guys. They had G League players on the court there. Uh, and Miami continues to be without Jimmy uh, Butler. Uh, they're a lot thinner uh, than they had hoped to be at this point in the season. But it looks like uh, Hero and we were talking Lowry uh, will be going here tonight along with Adebayo. And listen, Miami is no stranger to the Celtics. Um, they are not going to get beat 140 to 105 by any stretch. But keep an eye on it, right? Al Horford missed the last game. Jalen Brown's been a little uh, banged up. It hasn't seemed to slow the Celtics down, but Charlotte is not the Miami Heat. So this should be a much closer affair than uh, the one the uh, Celtics just played in. Uh, it's almost 10, you know, given Miami... Nine, ten points, that's that's a big ask of this Celtics team here. Again, it ain't Charlotte, so uh, I think this will be a little closer affair tonight. Once again, always check those starting lineups in here at the FanDuel Sportsbook, mm. not listing any player props here in that market just yet for Heat Celtics. So waiting to that mid-afternoon for somebody to be upgraded from questionable yeah. to probable so you can get some of those lines up here. We'll keep moving here and stay in the Eastern Conference. Wizards and the Nets. The Wizards come into this game 11-10. and 10. How about the Nets? 11-11 and 11 overall, 6-4 mm. on their home court. Obviously, they go as far as Kevin Durant takes him. 30 points per game, 7 rebounds, and 6 assists. He's doing it all. It's just a wonder, Joe if he is going to say, you know what, it's time for me to get out of Brooklyn and go to a winning team to see if I can salvage this season. We take a look at the lines here. The FanDuel Sportsbook opened this one up at a minus six, currently still sitting at a minus six. But we do see an increase in the total. FanDuel opened up at 223 and a half, now sitting at 226. Wizards and the Nets tonight. No Ben Simmons expected in this game for those Nets. Yeah, I mean, listen, we, we know Durant um, is capable of 
carrying uh, certainly the scoring load. But have you seen what Porzingis has been doing here lately? Mm-hmm. Uh, coming off what a forty-one uh, a forty-one burger that he just uh, in only thirty-one minutes. Washington, of course. Had a uh, another monster blowout, which we're starting to see more and more of in the NBA, like the Knicks last night against Detroit. Like, you know, you're letting teams drop 140 points on you. My goodness, it's disgusting. Uh, But I do think the total is the way to look at in this one. Yes, no Ben Simmons, uh, but Washington has figured some things out. They love to get out there in transition. Uh, and yeah, it would not at all shock me here if uh, if we got a couple of guys uh, in the 30s here and this thing sails uh, in the uh, 230s, possibly 240 area. Don't think this is going to be a defensive battle by any stretch of the imagination. Kevin Durant's points prop here at the FanDuel Sportsbook listed at 29 and a half. Kyrie Irving at 23 and a half and Bradley Beal 22 and a half. So some numbers to keep an eye on here mm-hmm. as we move towards the Bucks and the Knicks. Now the Knicks mm. put up a lot of points, but it is a back-to-back. The Knicks are now home at the Garden. The Bucks waiting for them there. 14 and 5 on the season for the Bucks, which looks like a great record. 3 and 3 overall on the road. But this is a Bucks team that started out of the gates hot. So sort of cooling off a little bit here. But Giannis, each and every night, giving you what he gives you. 31, 11, and 5. Jalen Brunson signed in the offseason as a free agent from the Dallas Mavericks. Doing his job here, Joe. 21 and a half points a game, four rebounds, and seven assists per game. If we round that up, if we take a look at some of the numbers in this one, the Bucks, a road favorite at minus five and a half at the FanDuel Sportsbook. A total listed at 227. And again, the Knicks are on a back-to-back advantage. Bucks here, or maybe the Knicks rise up as a dog here at home in the Garden. No, absolutely. Advantage uh, Bucks here. They're they're better, more rested at this point. Mm-hmm. Uh, you got Julius Randle uh, dropping, uh, you know, almost 40 points on his birthday. So the celebration, uh, I think, uh, probably lasted into the night there. Uh, but again, having to come back from Detroit, having to go now and play uh, of all teams, Milwaukee Bucks, who uh, look like for the first time in a while they are um, healthier, right? So we're going to have Holiday. We're going to have Giannis. Uh, Some of the pieces are back there. Still no Middleton, uh, but they certainly have more than enough as the well-rested team to come into uh, the garden here and cause havoc uh, for the Knicks. And I think uh, they will do just that. They ain't dropping 140 on this Bucks team. And if they do, uh, you can count on Giannis and company uh, dropping a buck 60 on the Knicks. So I think uh, Milwaukee handles (laughs) business here. (laughs) Yeah. Talking about handling business, too, for Giannis. His points prop tonight, you ain't getting it cheap, man. 32 no. and a half, so 33 points. is going to be able to cash that ticket. And, again, I always joke with Giannis. He only had 29. Man, what did he do in that game? That's not good enough, which is amazing. It just shows the quality of a player that he is. No. Let's move it out west, Joe. Bulls and the Suns, the 9 and 11 Bulls, taking on the 14 and 6 Suns. Still no Chris Paul, obviously, expected into the lineup here. DeRozan, 26 points per game average. How about Booker? 28, 5, and 6 holding the fort down, setting the table for this game. 224 is a total here listed at the FanDuel Sportsbook. And the Phoenix Suns, a minus five-and-a-half-point favorite here. Suns at home versus the Bulls, Joe. How about some thoughts here? Well, uh, the Suns have won their last five against the uh, Chicago Bulls here. I uh, And Chicago, I think, is this is game number four of a six-game road trip Mm. here. Two and one so far. I thought that win was pretty impressive against uh, Utah, the way they came back in the second half. Um, Zach Levine, Vucevic, they've got the pieces here uh, to be able to cause some uh, some issues with a depleted Phoenix Suns team that just 
continues to win games. I mean, five in a row now they've won. Uh, it's uh, It's been interesting. Big uh, win against Sacramento there the other night. Uh, and Billy Donovan just got an extension, too. So the Bulls like uh, the direction they are heading. DeMar DeRozan, his prop should be interesting here tonight as well. Uh, yeah, I like, um, I like what the Bulls are doing. I don't like them on the road in the fourth game of a six-game road trip against the Phoenix Suns, who are absolutely rolling now. Uh, it would only be Phoenix for me in this one uh, if I'm looking at it. How about this last game here on the West Coast? Trailblazers and the Lakers, the 11-10 and 10 Trailblazers, yeah. taking on the 7-12 and 12 Lakers. Last time we saw the Lakers, hey, hey, easy win. We're up 17 points here in the fourth quarter. Not so fast. Actually took a loss in that game to the Pacers. Now they take on the Blazers, who are off a back-to-back and probably still not going to have Damian Lillard in the lineup tonight. But for those Lakers here, Joe Ranieri, expected to have Anthony Davis and LeBron James playing in this one. And if you look at the point spread in this one at the FanDuel Sportsbook, a minus five and a half favorite for the Los Angeles Lakers and a total coming in at 225. They need a win for the Lakers. It's amazing. You said Lakers are so far under 500. They're trying to say, hey, we can still keep pace on the season to make the play-in? That wasn't the design here. Lakers as a favorite tonight. Does it match up? Yeah. I, I, laying six or, you know, with the Lakers. Uh, yeah. I would keep an eye on uh, on the who's playing, who's not playing here. Uh, for yeah. Portland, and you never know with LeBron and uh, Anthony Davis uh, either here, so it could be interesting. Hey, they, um, they've been playing better, uh, the Lakers have, but they've been playing better because Anthony Davis took over the team, uh, and the reason they lost that game <clears throat> the other night against Indiana is <clears throat> because Anthony Davis disappeared in the final two and a half, three minutes of that game, and LeBron was the only one made, taking shots. Like, Anthony Davis has to control his team. He has to be the go-to guy in his team if they're going to have any success. I ain't laying five, six, four. I ain't laying anything with the Lakers in this spot. Yeah, estimated starting lineup here tonight for those Trailblazers. Simons, Hart, Winslow, Grant, and Nurkic. So we'll see who actually shows up on the court. And again, it is a back-to-back. But a quick question for you, Joe Ranieri, on the Lakers themselves. Is there a chance that right around Christmas time, LeBron's like, hey, you know what? It's best that we part ways here. Get some draft picks back for me. Get some capital. I want to go play for a winner. Could we be seeing that on the horizon? I think you're seeing it probably right now. We don't know it. Uh, yeah, LeBron is always. Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, the problem is they have no way. They have no maneuverability to get any better here at the trade deadline, right? They got no draft capital. They got no cap space. They got no nothing. Um, they pretty much mortgaged everything for who they have right now with uh, with Westbrook and Anthony Davis. So, I, you know, where are you going to go here, uh, LeBron? And how do you sell that to Anthony Davis? Yikes. Yeah, the whole reason he came there. The Lakers. It's amazing. Like, mm. you can have Anthony Davis and LeBron James and have a well under 500 basketball team. It's not supposed to matter who else is on the team. They should be good enough to carry. Mm-hmm. But you know what I want to talk about next? The Rose Bowl and why they need to get out of Dodge. Come on back with us right here on the early line. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms. And producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. 
It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. At Amica Insurance, we know it's more than just a house. It's your home, the place that's filled with memories. The early days of figuring it out to the later years of still figuring it out. For the place you've put down roots, trust Amica Home Insurance. Amica, empathy is our best policy. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. All right, quick segment here before we hit hour number two on the early line on a Wednesday morning. It's Joe and Donnie here talking the hottest topics. And one of those out here is the college football playoff. We're not talking about, Joe, the top four teams here. We're talking about the Rose Bowl. Now, if anybody knows me or anything about me on Twitter, social media, any shows, Joe, that I do, I can't stand bowl season anymore. It's not 1975. Mm -hmm. I wish the bowls would go away and we'd have an expanded playoff of 24 teams and everybody would watch and billions of dollars would be made. Now, here's the Rose Bowl chiming in going, hey, we're not going to have any college football expansion unless we get our way in our time slot the way we want mm-hmm. it. There was a time, Joe, about maybe 15 years ago, the Rose Bowl and the Big Ten and the Pac-12 would tell you, we don't care about the national championship. The Rose Bowl is even a bigger deal. That was only because those two conferences couldn't win any national championships at the time. Give me your thoughts on the Rose Bowl possibly holding up expansion of the college football playoff because they want their cake and eat it too. Well, I mean, it is currently they have the single, I believe, the single most valuable time slot in all of sports. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you got that New Year's Day, what is about uh, one o'clock uh, or five o'clock Eastern time, o'clock, uh, one o'clock yeah. out West. It, it is a, a behemoth. And, you know, they don't want to give up that right. I don't blame them, Donnie. Um, but at the same time, when everybody else is ready for expansion, Um, You know, at some point, you got to cut your losses and figure out a way to be a part of the future because this is happening with or without them. It's just a matter of whether it happens in 2024 or 2026. But um, it would seem reasonable for everyone to get on the same page because everyone has. They're the ones holding this whole thing up. No, they certainly are. And it's ridiculous, that is. But also, I like to counter the point that uh, the Rose Bowl, where it's played, I absolutely love it. It is sensational. It's stunning. It's one of the best places there. But money talks here. And when the college football playoff says we can expand in 2024, make an extra $450 million, hey, Rose Bowl, you better get your act together by the end of the day and just agree to the terms before you get left to the side at this point. Now, here's what I want to say. It's called soccer. And we're going to talk about that next, right here on the early line in hour number two. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. 
Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil.